This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Thank you for joining me today here on Quiet Moments as we can get ready to conclude and wrap up our mini-series here looking at sheep without a shepherd. Previously we looked at, uh, in our first lesson, we looked at reasons why some sheep do not follow the shepherd. In our last lesson we looked at warnings about attitudes towards God in the church. And today we're looking at some lessons we can learn from this idea of sheep without a shepherd and considering uh, really some more lessons and we want to begin first as we think about sheep without a shepherd we want to realize that obeying the gospel is just the beginning as we talked about last time we talked about how those who look at the church uh, the, the sheep should not treat the church as if it's a panic button uh, they should realize that church is more than holidays uh, and also we're not trying to blame mothers for for your unfaithfulness and remember in our very first lesson we talked about how uh, some reasons why some sheep do not follow the shepherd because they believe they know the they know best they have certain trust issues and you your belief that your own beliefs are right and so as we think about all those things we want to point out some other things for us to consider and that is realizing that again obeying the gospel is just the beginning when you obey the scriptures the life of faith begins you know oftentimes when we see uh, posters of with the plan of salvation on it and it's commonly pictured as a staircase and the final staircase on many uh, is baptism well, while baptism is part of God's plan for man's salvation, it's not the final step. The final step is actually remaining faithful to God. If you look at Second Peter chapter 1, beginning at verse 5 and going through verse 9, the Bible says, But also for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith. And then after this begins to list several things to add to your faith. We're going to read through all these. I'm going to summarize this. But he says here in verses 5 through 9 of Second Peter 1, to add to your faith virtue, to add to your virtue knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, and brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness, uh, love as well. And he says in verse 8 here, For if these things are yours and abound, you will never be a barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these things is short-sighted even to blindness, and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sins. One would do well to start with the basics of faithfulness. And we find here in Second Peter 1, 5 through 9, uh, that we are to build up upon our faith. And so obeying the gospel is just the beginning. That's the foundation, and we build upon our faith. We become stronger after we are uh, one who obeys the gospel. We continue to grow and become stronger and stronger after that. We also have to think about how those who think they deserve heaven don't. Those who act as if they deserve heaven, they've done so much, they say, well, I deserve this, I've earned this. That's not taught in scriptures. We go to heaven because we have obeyed the gospel, and we have continually followed God. And we have made, when we make mistakes, we repented of them. That's the person who gets to go to heaven. You don't earn your salvation. And we have talked about in previous episodes, and maybe we will get in the future as well, those who try to treat baptism as something you do to earn salvation. No, you do it because it's part of God's plan. It's an act of obedience to God. In order to have your sins remitted, you have to obey. And that includes baptism. Well, those who think they deserve heaven uh, are not going to be there. No one goes to heaven because they think they have earned it. Often it's the most unfaithful people who think this way. 
it's amazing those who 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 treat heaven as something as if it's something they have earned, and yet some, many times again they are the most unfaithful people of all. It's hard to argue for heaven when your life is in opposition to the very path that leads to heaven. And lastly, for our lesson today, God is your only hope. As we think about sheep without a shepherd, we must realize that God truly is our only hope. We find in Matthew 23 and verse 37, we are reminded that God wants you to be saved. Matthew 23, and looking at verse 37, says, here Christ speaking, he says, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. Now notice, how often I'm willing to gather your, your, gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you are not willing. God, Christ, want us to be saved. God also wants you to have the forgiveness of your sins. In Second Peter chapter three, and looking, uh, looking at Second Peter three, looking at verse nine, here the Bible says, "The Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance." If you are now allowing God to be your shepherd, you must ask yourself why. If you have a hard time convincing others of your reasons for not being faithful, it will be impossible for Christ to be convinced on the day of judgment. At the end of the day, man must choose to follow God no matter what and choose to do so today. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.